Last time on Exile, the team was brought into a nightmarish hellscape where they were forced to live a sitcom that was controlled by a spineless one named Axo. When the team escaped from it, they found that he had taken over all the Panopticron and now must try and hunt him down to find out what the heck is going on. Let's find out what happens this time on Exile. I'm James, and I play A. Wendigo. Uh, this one is Francis Frankie Lartigue, a Métis trapper from uh, Manitoba, and he has been tamed through by the power of friendship. Though, as anyone who's listened to the show before will know, he does still eat people. It's just on his terms. I'm Kaylee. I play Marvel Girl, the teenage Jean Grey. She's a telepath and telekinetic, and she's from the 60s. I'm Devin. I'm playing Ken Hale, the Gorilla Man. He's a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who was cursed with the power of the Gorilla Man. Anyone who would kill him will then become a gorilla themselves, but now his bite has become infectious, and anyone he infects will also become a gorilla. And he is formerly a member of the Agents of Atlas. Which people listening to this at this time will have seen in our Agents of Atlas 5th week special from last month. Which none of us have recorded yet. Yay! And Luke is making veiled threats, but I'm going to die soon. (laughs) I'm Jen. I'm playing the Enchantress. She is an Asgardian goddess, witch, seductress, villain. And I'm Luke, your game master. Let's get rolling. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Are you drunk, Luke? No, I'm just... Like, offset, because normally we just do this all as a single batch, and so my, like, mind is trying to put everything together. I rolled to replace Luke as the DM. I rolled a 69. Nice. Nice. We do this every time, and it's like, I don't know. I'm not even fussed by it anymore. I rolled a 14. Sorry, James, I couldn't help you. I rolled a 95. You can't contest that. Picture it didn't happen. Screen cap. And email to group. There you guys go. So you guys are in the Panopticon. You see a bunch of these black featureless cubes that are sitting around that sort of remind you of the negative space that you had been in. There are also, uh, at least partially accessible, some of the other businesses that are in the Panopticon. So what do you guys want to do? Or how do you want to proceed? You want to hunt down the spineless one? Yes. I wouldn't mind getting a Wendigorange Julius. 
Well, canonically, there are three bars in here, plus the Greek restaurant, plus the Chinese restaurant, so they do not have a Orange uh, Julius yet. What kind of nightmarish hellscape is this? No, the nightmarish hellscape was last week. Again, I don't see anything nightmarish about it. I got to look. I, we were still I got to look pretty. I got a family. Like it was, it was pretty great. Hashtag life goals. Listen, I'm literally wearing sparkly uh, purple mermaid leggings right now, so I'm living my best life. Anyways, yeah. So I guess we're gonna try and find that dude. Can we see a path, or should I use some of my fancy uh, tracking senses? Oh, you can't really see a uh, path that he's left behind. So using your tracking would make the most sense. Okay. So how many do I get? In, how many column shifts do I get for that? And what am I testing against? Uh, roll a check at remarkable. Since tracking skills for the Canadian Outback don't necessarily go for, or don't necessarily correlate for tracking skills inside a uh, building. Sixty-eight in the yellow. Almost nice. Uh, yeah, you... Be an adult, Luke. <laughs> what is even going on here? Uh, it's upside down, Dave. Uh, you see that the tracks have led into the ventilation shafts. So you can uh, try proceeding that way. But there are also all of these other areas where teams have presumably gotten stuck. So those might also be something that you want to help out with. Uh, first question, how big are the ducts? Are they Wendigo-sized? Are they gene-sized? They're more of a gene-sized. It's not quite It's not quite clear how uh, Axo was able to fit into the ducts, but he's some sort of extra-dimensional horror who does not follow normal rules. He said so... he's spineless, so I assumed he just squirted in there like a jellyfish. Well, I'm glad I'm not hungry anymore. Hashtag McGriddle. Now I am hungry. Thanks, James. I, say, I, do like I had one this morning. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I don't think we should try splitting the party. I think we should probably, for now, maybe uh, investigate one of those other cubes and go on another mini-adventure, I think. Or just hit the cube until it breaks. Yeah. I'd be done yeah. with that. Okay, so do you just want to go into one randomly? I think we should probably start at the closest one. Uh, you're all just going in at once, or do you just want to send in one person that... First. I think we should probably all go in. Yeah, that seems uh, superhero-like. Are they like labeled, Lucas? Like what we're supposed to be finding inside? Like in Gek Three, enter the Gecko. No. Oh. So you guys walk into the uh, closest cube to you, and you find yourselves outside on a street. You can't really see anything off to the sides. It looks like this is some sort of establishing shot, and then. In front of, or and then at the only door in front of you is a sign that says "Drinking Tins," which seems to be some sort of bar in the uh, northeast. But does it have Orange Julius? Probably not. It looks like a bar, not a uh, mini mall. Damn, that's horseshit. I made sure you guys got Popeyes last time. We'll see what we can do. No, you did not make sure we did. I believe you fought me at every single step of that. Don't fucking retcon. People can listen to this. Also, you made us open up a map of New York City where there were very clearly Popeyes. 
I believe James named the specific Popeye's location he wanted to go to. After you tried to say there were no Popeye's. <laughs> Don't pull this shit, Luke. It's too early. <laughs> Do my tracking senses work in this weird little mini-verse? Uh, Could I smell anything that seems odd or anywhere we should go? Uh, literally, the only place that you can go except for leaving the void is uh, into this box. Fine, we'll go into Cheers. So everybody knows our name. And uh, someone roll me a D10. Seven. You guys walk into the bar and you hear rapturous applause as you guys step in here as a group. And sitting at the table, you see a strange assortment of people. So one of them seems to be a teenage girl, blonde hair, very 80s dress and large pair of oversized sunglasses on and uh anyone want to roll a recognition check for her yep. sure sure six 22 22 i do not recognize her 22 oh kaylee got it so you recognize this to be a version of boom boom yes uh up next okay but is she carla or diane this is distinct from your uh, actual cheers. This is... For legal reasons, not cheers? Yes. It's Drinko's. Where everybody's aware of your personhood. <laughs> Anyways, I murdered George Went. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. I should have... No, sorry. I want to I wanna, I wanna murder Nicholas uh, Colasanto. I've only watched Frasier, so you're, like, losing me on your references... Hopefully the rest of the audience is getting these references. He played Coach. Not in, oh. not in the TV show Coach. But on... Uh, on Cheers, he played Coach. Coach Ernie Pentuso. Come on. Uh, well, the guy who looks like he'd be uh, in that role is sort of schlubby looking. He's in his 30s, and he just looks really despondent here. Let's get some recognition checks. 55. 58. 57. 78. Uh, so Devin is the only person who recognizes this to be Paste Pot Pete. Ah, oh, crap. The no. Spider-Man villain also, uh, he has a glue gun, and when they thought his name was too ridiculous, he started calling himself the Trapster. Mm-hmm. So, there are two more figures in here. Uh, the next one is a, uh, well-dressed-looking, uh, Asian woman. In her uh, late 20s. Let's roll some checks. 52. 68. 69. 16. Just assume I don't know anyone, I think. Yep. Yeah. No, no, the last person you you guys will know. But uh, this is Cindy Moon, also known as Silk. She was bit by the same spider as Peter Parker. But uh, in her universe, uh, she did not get put into a vault. And she teamed up with the Fantastic Four and became a hero in her own right. Oh, we all, and we know that just from looking at her? No, no, but I'm saying for the audience. I'm saying for the audience. And the last person who's dressed as the sort of snobbish intellectual type is about seven feet tall, covered in white fur, built like a brick shithouse. It's another version of Wendigo. Uh, Wait, am I Fraser? Uh, 
You're not Fraser. This one. I wrote a 67. Is. I recognize. <laughs> Almost nine. All four of them look at you. The rest of the bar, including like another two patrons and the bartender and the bartender uh, assistant, they're all played by these mannequins that you've seen before. But uh, they all look over at you and are shocked. The other Wendigo seems really happy to see another Wendigo, and he's going to uh, come over and give you a big hug. Norm! No, uh, I'm not Norm. I know, but we're just, we're doing a thing, we're doing a thing. Anyways, let's do the secret Wendigo handshake. We do it and it's great. He, he looks uh, confused at you, and then uh, it's like, okay, uh... What what Wendigo are you? Uh, Frank. Okay, Michael. Two young men. So, are you guys also now part of this TV show, or what's going on here? I th I think we're special guest stars. Okay. Do you have Do you guys have any idea what's going on in this situation? I mean, I think I figured it out as a non-character. Okay. But, like, is anyone else going to be engaging in this conversation that is going on? Trying to explain. It's, a, it's an irritating uh, alien thing. Staging this. I don't know. I walk to the bar and get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, see, we were stuck in, like, uh, like a Leave it to Beaver-esque show. And we completed our storyline... And got out. And then we met some weird dude. Who ran off and now we're trying to help get you people out. So I... I wasn't paying attention to the description of him, so I can't help you. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, you yeah. describe a lot of people, Luke. I can't be expected to remember them all. It's a spineless one. You know what Mojo looks like. Is Mojo a spineless one? Yeah. Oh. I've never read a comic with Mojo in it. Learning things every day. Uh, yeah, so... It's an X-Men for losers. Up, Enchantress, you come up to the bar, and the bartender mannequin's like, Hey, pretty lady, what can I get you? Oh, God, what does Enchantress drink? A Cosmo. I feel like yeah, it'd be absinthe. Yeah. yeah, she gets a Cosmo. Ooh, absinthe, though. Hmm. That's also green, too. I don't, do you trust your ability to get a properly prepared absinthe in this, in Drinkos? <laughs> like, they'll at least have, they will at least have the pre-mixed Cosmo stuff. Um, you could ask for a Flaming Mo. She gets an Apple Teeny. <laughs> I'll get that right for you. He, uh, turns away and, uh, the Teen Boom Boom looks over at you and is like, okay, so... Enchantress, right? Mm-hmm. And you are? Boom Boom. Nice to meet you. So, what are you doing? Are you leading this team, or...? Mm, basically. Um, um, I want to step in. Our leader is this small teenage girl. Please. Please. Oh, yes, teen girl is just waiting to be carded at this strange superhero <laughs> nightmare bar. I pass her an apple teeny. <laughs> Uh, Boom Boom is like, oh no, Gene, come on up, they aren't going to party here, it's a TV show, they're making everyone assume that we're 
of age where they either don't, or they just don't, like, give a shit. And the corruption of the minor is complete. She's drunk, she's murdered, she's, she's done all the things. She's grown up a lot these past few weeks. Yeah, well, the corruption keeps going. Uh, she smiles and reveals that she has vampire fangs. Oh, that's new. Yeah, so... You say we just need to wrap up this episode? I think so. Uh, were there any other, like, great, uh, Cheers guest stars that kind of appeared and talked about their job or something? Not really. Uh, some of the mannequins tried to, I blew them up, got shocked a little, and we've just been waiting. You, you guys notice that, like, the non-bartending mannequins have massive holes where they've been exploded. Mm, that's creepy. Yeah, that's boom, boom. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I was always more of a Frasier guy, uh, so I don't know a lot of the Cheers plots. Uh, Lilith? Lilith, are you here? Uh, nobody is responding because this is Drinko's, James. This is distinctively different than Cheers. Very. For legal reasons, not Lilith? Are you here? For legal reasons, not Lilith? Boom Boom's going to think for a moment and be like, sure, I'll play this role. Uh, yeah, I'm here. What what can I do? Don't you just hate Frasier? I've never watched it. I don't have any hot opinions on Frasier. First of all, how dare you, Frasier? The show was great. I mean, I mean, Frasier, the person. Who does anyone want to be Frasier here? Uh, you, fellow me. You look like a Frasier. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm Frasier. Look at me, I know multiple types of champagne. That's, that's Frasier things, right? Uh, does anyone have a DVD player? Did you ever watch Frasier, Luke? Oh no, I love watching Frasier. But this version of Michael Two Young Men is unfamiliar with Frasier. Listen, listen, uh, I'm just going to say, uh, how dare you assume that Native people don't aren't sophisticated enough to know Frasier? No, I'm assuming that this version of Michael Two Young Men has not watched Frasier because he's been busy being turned into Wendigo. Uh, yeah, he became physic. He became whiter, which means he clearly watched even more Frasier. <laughs> sure. So my call-in radio show is not doing. You don't that. have that yet. You're in. Bo- you're still in Boston. God damn it. Well, give some better direction. Who are you supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Harry Connick Jr. Okay, well, my boss today said that if I don't close up the psychology accounts, I'll be fired. Enchantress is now knocking back her second Appletini and sitting on top of the bar. <laughs> yeah, Gorilla Man's going to be ordering some drinks, too. The audience is cheering as uh, Enchantress is doing this. Like, you can tell that their shift has focused from away from this bad attempt to uh, remake Cheers. So, uh, bartender comes up to you. So, Harry Man, what are you ordering today? I want a Moscow Mule, sir. Oh, you want me to make sure that it has a kick? Yes. He uh, starts mixing together various alcohols and gives it to you. Here you go. So, what's on your mind today? Oh, you know, the boss came over for dinner. Didn't go so well. But I think I might still get that promotion in the end. I believe this is what's called a crossover. Well, if you have enough to drink, there won't be anything to be crossover. I'm going to walk away now. I pour the rest of my Appletini on the bartender. 
the audience laughs. And, and, and then I get behind the bar and take over. Uh, Pete's going to uh, motion for a drink. Can I get a Shirley Temple, please? What do you want? I motion at Pete. Uh, just give me whatever beer's on tap and, like, keep them coming. I, I go about making drinks. So what would Enchantress think a Shirley Temple is? She knows what drinks are. She's been on Midgard. She spontaneously creates an illusion of a small child. If she knows anything about Midgard, it's how to make mixed cocktails. <laughs> or in this case, mocktails. I was going to say, would she know how to make, yeah, a mocktail, though? Oh, she's not making a Shirley Temple. She's making something alcoholic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> More corruption of a minor. That looks it's like all good. Tastes way better. Boom Boom's going to be like, okay, so you guys just needed to wrap up your episode. So how does the bar show wrap up an episode? You you seem to know, Harry Dude. Other one to go. I don't know. It, it just sort of depends. All the different subplots just sort of like wrap up. Again, I said I'm more of a Frasier guy. Okay. There's no Niles here. I'm out of my element. I mean, I already I already killed. Coach Ernie Pentuso. I don't know what else you want from me. What if we all just pretend to die? Like, that's a great way. Wait, let me let me try, let me try. Oh no, this drink that I've been drinking has been poisoned. I guess we're all going to die. Ah! And she fake falls off the stool. In a very dramatic fashion, which the audience seems to love. I think we need to wrap up a will-they-won't-they they plot. So, um... Enchantress, you appear to be the Diane. Uh, who wants to be the Sam here? Cindy raises her hand. Okay. So you used to be a relief pitcher for the for the Red Sox. Uh, your career went sideways, and uh, you became an alcoholic. You own a bar for some reason, which is really weird. And you and Enchantress have been kind of flirting with each other for a long time. Go. Bat my eyelashes aggressively. You want to just go hash things out in the back room? I know that courtroom has enough space and plenty of coats on the floor. She winks. In <laughs> uh, just grabs a apple teeny to go. The uh, audience gives you a good ooh. I wink at the audience. Ge- general direction. I like that. This is where Enchantress starts getting into it. It's very in character. These people presumably aren't going to just vanish for the rest of time. Never to return again. <laughs> so yeah. That subplot's wrapped up. Boom Boom's like, okay, what else do we need to wrap up? Because, I mean, I was doing the whole poison to death thing. Jean, you have any ideas? We could wrap up the very special episode about teen drinking. Okay, how do we do that? Uh... I, I think you're just cooler now. <laughs> Wait, what if Gorilla Man arrests her? Like he's a secret cop. I am dark. <laughs> Arrest me for the crime of uh, underage drinking as Guardian Shirley Temples. Yeah. I was going to say, I clearly saw her order Shirley Temples. There was nothing to arrest her for. If her drink was spiked, I'd have to go arrest the Enchantress, which, given what I just saw, I don't want to go back there just quite yet. Or do you? I wouldn't take that from her. Other Wendigo's going to pipe up and it's like, Okay, fine. Teen girl, you've been illegally drinking as the Supreme Court Justice of America. You're 
<laughs> forever. Go, go bring yourself to jail. Fraser's supposed to be smart. I salute the uh, Supreme Court judge and walk out. You hear the uh, audience go, aww, and then they uh, break into clapping. We and, all learned uh, something today. Mm-hmm. And I'm clearly uh, Woody, so I guess I have to run for office and win. Pete's like, nah. You will now address me as Senator, and I leave. Pete just looks up at the uh, non-existent audience and is like, well, I guess that's what we call happy hour. And he waits for any applause and you just get crickets instead. <laughs> and then uh, the space is uh, filled with the black uh, nothingness before dissolving into the uh, space. Or dissolving back into the panopticon. So you guys have emptied out this room. And that won 28 Emmys. Who was it again that Enchantress went off to the back with? Uh, Silk. Ah, yes. Okay. Cindy Moon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when we all reappeared, Enchantress is just like fully on top of Cindy Moon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and her uh, costume has reappeared as opposed to the uh, clothes that she was wearing in the bar. She's like, I'll, I'll see you later. Okay, uh, so do we need to just break off into more groups and help wrap up their shows? I think so. I think that's probably the best idea. Who knows how many primetime Emmys we'll win? How many spinoffs we'll get? Who will make the uh, transition to film? And if there's a musical one? You know, all we need to do is come with a one Norman Lear show. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm hoping we can maybe EGOT by the end of this. Well, these are TV shows. I mean, you need a... Uh... If there's a musical episode that can get us a Grammy. Presumably, Alan Alda will be in one of these things. And I'm, I think he's got an EGOT. He might not have the Grammy, but he has all the others, I think. I'm, I'm going to look it up. He just needs to do a spoken word album, because that's how John Lithgow has all his Grammys. Okay, so there are nine more rooms that are in this area. So you guys can pick another one, and uh, the other group will pick another one. Also, for those of you listening at home, that team was from the original 2015 Halloween Multiverse of Q special. Yay! Which Yay. people who were involved probably did not remember. No, I did. Fun fact, yeah. apparently Alan Alda has never won a Tony Award. He's just been nominated four t three times and been robbed every single time. Wow, makes you think. Makes me think America's a trash pile that can't even award America's sweetheart properly. Well, America's sweetheart, Alan Alda. Yeah. Who do you, do you think anyone else is better suited to be America's sweetheart? No, he does look great in a mini dress. Oh, well, with that, we will take a break and we'll be back after these messages. And on top of that, he was also a Republican presidential candidate that I could respect, too. He was basically a real-life Democrat in that show. Yeah. No, that's true. Okay. So, uh, save where people can find you. Okay, so people can find me on Twitter at at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. They can also find my backlog of writing at the now shuttered comicsalliance.com. Rest in peace, homie. Morning till I join you. And they can also uh, find my prose work in the upcoming... Uh, Moonshot Volume 2, coming this spring. 
I'm Kaylee. You can find me on Twitter at Ronch Ronch Ronch. Uh, the Rorschach sound effect, not the more salacious version of Ronch. Um, and you can find my writing at womenwriteaboutcomics.com, deadshirt.net, and I have a few guest pieces up now at Talk Film Society. Nice. Um, you can find me online at Fred Ophet, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and you can also hear me hosting Multiversal Q with our Game Master, Luke. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverGen. You can find my artwork at StreetOverGen.com or HonksIn.Space. Um... It's and a pretty on dope the URL. Cover, the cover to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm Luke, your game master. You can find me online at, at Coltreg on the Twitter. That's K O L T R E G. And at Lukeher, L U K E H E R R dot com. And I will be at Heroes Con this year with postcards for the show and maybe something else along with comics that I make. So make sure to try and stop on by. Candy for children. Mm hmm. Well, no, I, I have gotten that before. Uh, and then we are coming back to Xavier Files' question. So I believe that, James, you had answered it last time. And yes. I, I answered it, but I, I think Jen did answer, too. so I'd <laughs> re-record at some point. Sorry, it's too late. <laughs> okay, so Devin, do you want to go then? Yeah, sure. The uh, question is, from Xavier Files, what's the most important character? What's the most important comic for you, and for your character? You mean for like what I read for Gorilla Man? Inspiration, and then what comics does Gorilla Man find important? Oh, well, I, th- I mean, obviously for Gorilla Man, there's not a whole lot of published works. So it would basically be Jeff Parker's entire run of Agents of Atlas, and the briefly just titled Atlas, which didn't even get a proper conclusion. The last issue was all text and I mean he also had like his own little spin-off one here and there along with some of the other members but I guess for which ones he would read I would probably say that he has like the treasuries of Marmaduke that seems like what Gorilla Man might read uh, yeah <laughs> it's a very bad comic now let's get back to the game oh uh, I would also like to say thank you to our new $5 Patreon backer Michael if you would like to donate the show your money goes a lot further now that we have a new podcast host where it is literally only $5 a month which means that money can go towards things like better recording equipment and also reference materials for the other show that we do Uh, you can find more about that at our Patreon, which is under my name, Luke Hare, and you can find out more about the show at exiledpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Not sure if we have a Facebook. We need to get on that. And, uh, yep, generally just go to the website for all of the, uh, information. What are we on Mastodon? Not to my knowledge. (laughs) Are you on Mastodon, James? I am. I don't think I'm following anyone, and I don't think I've made any posts. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm on that thing. Uh, under as Coltreg also on there, but like I think I've gotten two invites to that and both the systems. Uh, I believe you mean they're, the instances are separate? God. Yeah. I just do content management. I don't know the more advanced stuff. Let's get back so I can look bad for doing bad RPG stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
So, uh, yeah, there are nine other areas. Uh, someone roll me a d10. I got uh, a one. Oh, you, go with Kaylee's. Oh. Sorry. Uh, you guys are going into this square, and the other group is going into another one. So, you walk into the black cube and find yourselves standing in front of a large hospital. And you are outside in the parking lot, in sort of the establishing shot area. Awesome. Are we doing scrubs? I hope I get to meet Krista Miller. Wait, Enchantress? Enchantress does not know what scrubs is. <laughs> that was out of character. Let me be clear. I think one thing we should be able to do is roll uh, character, roll recognition checks for recognizing what show we're in. Uh, sure, if you want to roll recognition checks for that. I'm opting out. Enchantress doesn't watch television. 34. 22. 89. Ooh, what sort of medical show do you think this would be, Devin? Scrubs? Yep, yep. I mean, that was sort of what I was going for. The only, like, other options are, like, General Hospital or your uh, ER-type shows. And most of them don't have establishing shots of the parking lot. Yep. It's a very specifically Scrubs thing. Poor 60s Jean Grey doesn't get any of these pop culture references. (laughs) So... You guys uh, go in, and uh, even though it is a massive building, it seems to be you're walking backstage, so there's, like, operating room, there's uh, cafeteria, like, all these different locations that they frequently reuse for shots are in here. And uh, standing in this negative void, you see a robot. Roll some recognition checks. 98. 43. 36. So, Wendigo, you recognize this as being almost exactly like one of your friends back in your universe. It is a completely sentient and freed Doombot, who is not really down with the whole Doctor Doom thing and just wants to live its robot life. And it's going to be like, Mortals, what are you doing here? Not immortal, thank you. I was going to say, I'm actually immortal, too. I think I'm immortal? I don't know. I haven't tested it. What did you say, Devin? I said, yeah, I'm immortal, too. I think Gene is, too, but you'll get you'll get to that in a couple in a couple decades, Gene. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Also, this Doombot is wearing scrubs. It is wearing uh, surgical scrubs. So the uh, dark green ones. I don't know what that is. What did you say, Jim? Oh, wait, maybe I would, since uh, Dr. Donald Blake, and, or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know what a hospital is. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many bodies out here that Wendigo is not eating? Is there something wrong with him? I eat a body. <laughs> uh, all the bodies are made. That was predictable. In fact, uh, Enchantress is sort of looking around nervously for uh, Thor's human form, I guess. (laughs) So there is the cafeteria, there are uh, patient rooms, there's the surgical center, there's the business office, and there's, if you want to have another specific room, just let me know and we can improvise that out. 
What are you doing here? Asks the Doombot. We're here to wrap up the episode. We're special guest stars. I am not entirely sure what that means. Okay, okay, so basically this dude, this weird guy, has trapped all a bunch of us in different simulations of TV shows. And the way we, we got out of ours and helped another team get out of theirs is by wrapping up the meta plot of the, sh- of the show that they're in. So, for example, you are in... And I point to other people to see because I didn't... That's it. You're in Scrubs. Ah, yes. Starring acclaimed film director and EGOT winner Zachary Braff. True. So... By your suggestion, we must wrap up or establish plot lines. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. So now, you're in the surgical scrub, so you're not JD. Which means we got to find someone who can do a voiceover to wrap up the episode. I believe the other people are attempting to make alcohol as much as they can using this film set. They are in the cafeteria. We go to the cafeteria? Yeah. We just gotta find the person drinking an apple teeny. Spiking another Shirley Temple. Well, actually, Enchantress, you might be the one who needs to wrap it up. She's wearing green, though. She can't... Oh, you're right. Unless it's not, like, one episode a season. So, uh, in the, uh, room, there are three other people. One of them, you guys have seen before, it's the uh, Grace Jones version of Dazzler, who nice. seems to be dressed up as uh, whatever the JD would be. There is then a man in a... Blue scrubs and anxiety. I was gonna say. Uh, there is a man with a very thick mustache who is wearing a white doctor's coat over uh, his outfit. And he seems to be attempting to heat various medical liquids together to make some sort of alcohol. Uh, anyone want to roll recognition checks? Sure. 33. I don't. 63. 9. 25. Uh, so none of you recognize uh, this version of General Thunderbolt Ross, who is now more of like a general practitioner. Oh, God. Go to hell. I swear to God. I hope you die and go to hell. <laughs> and, uh, I don't even want to wrap up this plot. Let's just get the show canceled. <laughs> and uh, then the uh, last person is a small uh, female Asian teenager. Roll recognition check. The Jubilee. What a critical Ooh. miss. I rolled one. Ten. So, James, you, you are just completely off. You think this is Jubilee who used to be on the team and then got uh, sent home, so you're really confused on what's going on. Uh, Enchantress, you recognize this to be the... Uh, very similar to the version of Dakin from your world, except in this world she is female, but distinctly different from X-23. Uh, hi, Jubilee, this is awkward. Uh, 
This is Jean. She's our. She's the new you. She just looks up and uh, gives you the middle finger. Okay, I can see how you would mistake them for each other. Is the middle finger just an extended claw? Uh, it's both the middle finger and a uh, extended claw. All right, double fingers. Mm-hmm. And uh, she gets back to uh, Ross, who uh, looks up. Oh, you guys, well, you guys didn't really get stuck here in costume. He says, noting that all of you are in your normal superhero garb. So I'm assuming you're the rescue party? That's yeah. right. Sure. Okay, so how the hell do we get out of here? Dazzler has to learn an important lesson about something and then do a voiceover. I'm going to be blunt here. None of the rest of you matter. <laughs> okay, let me... Let me try this. Today I learned that there are certain types of alcohol that are initially designed for medical purposes, but with the right levels of filtration that I've learned from my friend who has army training in this sort of thing, you can turn them into a palatable alcohol that quickly gets you very drunk. And I guess that's the most important thing, sometimes. Make it about being true to yourself. I was going to say, it's got to be an emotional lesson. And when your ass gets drunk, you're true to yourself. Okay, then we're done here. I walk out. The uh, rest of this face goes black. And uh, you find yourselves back into the Panopticron. That was the easiest episode of Scrubs ever. I don't know how that took seven seasons. <laughs> uh, television in the early 2000s seems dire. Oh, and for those of you who are wondering, Dakin was in the role of the Dr. Cox type character. Also, I'm shocked no one, none of you called me out when I got the number, when I said the wrong number of seasons. It was clearly nine. Come on. Devin, I'm looking at you. I didn't watch the last two seasons, honestly, so actually I ended about where you, where you said. Season eight was pretty decent. Season nine was weird. Not bad, but it was just, Bill Lawrence literally wanted it to be a different show. Yeah, but they made him keep calling it like Scrubs, even though the the rest of the cast wasn't there. Yeah, I watched like one or two episodes. I think of that, starring award-winning yeah. actor uh, Dave Franco. Yes, and uh, as you walk out of it, you also see that the other team has retrieved their set of people. And uh, if you guys don't want to roll recognition checks, we don't need to. We can just keep rolling on. That sounds fun. Walk in another. Yeah. Okay. Space. <laughs> Are the rest of you following her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. <laughs> Roll me a D10. Uh, Six. Okay. Uh, you find yourselves in some sort of futuristic spaceship. And uh, in front of you is a door to walk into what a sign says is the main control room. Oh, I hope this is Star Trek because I'll get that reference. I look immediately unhappy. I really hope this isn't Babylon 5. Uh, so you guys go into the door? Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. We, yeah. we could just kick it here for 20 minutes and ride out the episode. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. <laughs> 
yeah, so. I mutter to Jean, don't trust anyone you meet in space. They're probably a Cylon. Uh, so you guys go inside, and uh, in what you assume is the captain's chair is a very buff-looking, green-skinned woman. Uh, in what would be the command post is another version of Wendigo. Uh, over to the side at what seems to be the science place is a version of Super Scroll, who most of you recognize... Well... Most of you recognize a Super Scroll, not this Super Scroll. And then the uh, last person in this one is a, uh, looks to be a female version of Gladiator, who you guys also met on your space adventure. I fist bumped the other one to go. He's like, yeah! Frankie! He's like, hey, honey, look, it's another version of me! She-Hulk looks and gives a death stare over to him. Oh my god, is this from the Valentine's Day special? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> For those listeners who haven't listened to it, uh, me, my girlfriend and I were uh, were guest stars on a Multiversal Q RPG special for Valentine's Day, and it was a dating game, and I was, of course, a Wendigo, and she was She-Hulk. It did not go well. It went really well. We won. I was going to say, yeah, me playing as Gladiator did not go well. <laughs> no. Uh. Okay. And, uh, so, other Wendigo's like, so, uh, what, what's going on here? Because, I mean, I enjoy Star Trek and all those shows, except for, like, some of the shitty knockoff ones, but... We explain we it to him. We don't need to explain it the third time. <laughs> well, I wasn't even going to make you guys go to a third show, but Jim was like, oh, yeah, we'll go in. Uh, yeah. So, he's like, oh. You're blaming so... on me. Yep. So, he's like, oh, okay. So, uh, one of you people with tiny hands, can you press this receive message button? He, he looks over at your group. Clearly not at me. I was going <laughs> to say, also, very clearly not at me. Jean has tiny hands. She'll go press it. Okay. So, up on the screen, you see a mannequin that has uh, CGI written on its face. <laughs> That's going to win yourself an Emmy right there for best makeup. I know. Crew of the spaceship. Spaceship, surrender now, or we shall destroy your ship. Uh, She-Hulk is going to look at you guys and be like, uh, okay. Yeah, we surrender. Or no, no. No, no, we surrender, we surrender. No, no. Eat 1,000 dicks and blow us to hell. We aren't afraid of your shit or death. And you see the channel close out. Laser blasts come at the ship and... Everything fades to black until it, uh, you find yourselves back at the Panopticron. And by this point, it looks like the other teams have been, uh, entering in. So there are no more of these shows, and there's a bunch of other teams of exiles in here. Oh, it's a regular convention. Mm-hmm. 
How many Wendigos are there? Oh, uh, there are at least uh, four. We all high five. Is my killer version of Iceman here? You mean Snowman? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Are there any warlocks? No. <laughs> <laughs> I put on my my warlock memorial armband. <laughs> and uh yeah, you guys have freed the other teams. So we are going to stop here for this week and we'll be back next week with the exciting conclusion of this volume. Probably, I mean, it could go horribly off plan, but hopefully that will not happen. How dare you insinuate that about us? <laughs> Oh, you have no idea. See you next week.